All right, welcome back to day two of the NAFAM. I messed it up too. Two days in a row, and twice yes, we messed it up. It's NAFAM, the, the podcast. podcast. It could just be NAFAM, but it's a podcast. It could really just be and anything. And it's a podcast. Okay. So today we are going to uh, start talking probably about a number of topics, but we're going to start out by talking about our summer vacation next year and what our plans are for that and just on a high level uh we thought we should stick to some sort of theme for this podcast uh mostly going to be about life and just our uh you know our inner thoughts but uh we'll try to have some kind of focus here so okay you just that was a terrible introduction See, this is this is what's going to happen here. <laughs> I just, uh, first of all, I, this, I, you didn't even, okay. Never mind. So we're going to cut that, that first good. part, yeah, and you are that. going to start this podcast off no, day two. Cut this. I just, that we don't really have an introduction, I think, as that is the point. that I think that our introduction is going to organically evolve over time. That's a good point. We don't so, really need an introduction. Yeah, that's my, yeah. So it feels just very... Um, choreographed or forced so that's why i didn't like it anyways i, I agree with we're that. back for day two we started a conversation yesterday we don't really know what we're we know what we want to talk about today but we don't we don't feel super organized but we also want to keep playing with this because it's our new toy and it's fun right sure that's how i feel about it yeah and i think we're uh going to try to get better and better at adjusting the levels and the sound quality and everything else and yeah i think that we should probably maybe introduce our um ourselves a little more like like just explain that we're a married couple and this is our second marriage both of us we both we got married how many years ago oh Uh, my god eight almost nine or is it nine, almost ten? No. 2015. Yeah, okay. Going on so eight years. Do the math. January 17th. Yes. Okay, so. Wow. Anyways, my point is, is that we were both previously married for over a decade, and we both got divorced around the same time, and we met, and then we both brought two children to this relationship, and so we're a Blended family, step family. I prefer, I use blended family a lot, but I really just prefer step family because that's like, why are we always reinventing like words? Like, let's just stick with what Labels. we know. Yeah, whatever. So we have, we, we have our children 50% of the time because the other half of the time they go and live with their other parents, their other biological parents. Yes. And uh, out of the four, we have the oldest one is 18 now. Mm-hmm. So he actually doesn't live with us. Mm-hmm. He lives with his mom yeah. and uh, her husband. Mm-hmm. And he comes every once in a while and stays with us and uh, hangs out. But he has his own thing going on right now. So, And two yeah. more that are getting close to that age where... Two more boys. So that he's obviously your biological son. And then we have two, well, we have, I have a 17-year-old and you have a soon-to-be 17-year-old, and they actually are in the same grade, and so they live here. And half the time. Half the time. <laughs> and then I have my daughter, 
who is 13. You're really having to think about these ages, aren't you? No, I'm thinking about whether or not I want to reveal that information about them because it's, I don't know why. I was just like, oh, does it matter how old she is? Am I going to say how old she is? I know how old she is. Okay. Okay. Just, just making sure that we, uh, we're on the same page with that. <laughs> so, anyways. So, yeah, I think a little bit of background is helpful. Mm-hmm. I think, um, although, I don't know, maybe it doesn't matter, but. At the same time, I guess I'm thinking of other podcasts that I've listened to, and, and typically, you know at least a little bit about, about of the backstory of the host of the podcast, and mm-hmm. just understanding where we're coming from, some of the challenges we might face, or things that people might be able to relate to. Mm-hmm. I think that it's more about like yesterday when I was saying about how this is a nice audio diary for even future generations of our um, family. And they would need to know these relevant details, perhaps like, oh, you had how many kids? Oh, you, you know, like that's important information. Good point. (laughs) And as we discussed yesterday, that would be for your lineage (laughs) because mine won't give a shit. So (laughs) That's true. (laughs) Who are these people? This sounds boring. I don't want to listen to this. Yes. So we're getting, but you're, the goal is what you said today, you're going to, you're going to talk about this. I said that, but now I'm thinking that uh, I was going to talk about our vacation next mm-hmm. summer, just because it's a topic that we could spend a half an hour talking about. Um, mm-hmm. But maybe not. I mean. No, talk about it. Go. Just go. This is, so, your, this so is your show. You want my version of the story. So my I gu- future I generations are going to be excited to hear about. Within two you. minutes, you will. Within ten seconds, you will interrupt me and make this more interesting because I'm going to go on about facts and dates and times and places. That's not true. Go That's ahead. just not very interesting. Go ahead. So, yeah. So we've been working uh, back in 2020. We had a trip planned to mainly Germany. Uh, we we're going to start out in Prague and go to With Germany. With my family, uh, my yes. brothers. It was going to be a German. German-centric yeah. uh, vacation. Yes. And that got canceled due to um, something that happened. I can't remember what it was. But, mm. yeah. You're so funny. I know. <laughs> Obviously due to COVID. And so here we are in 2023 and planning again. And we have completely revamped our whole trip. So unfortunately, we are going to be cut short with them. We're still going to spend four nights with them in Germany, but we are actually going to. Yeah, because they're they're sort of like my my me, my brothers and I, I mean we are a lot of things, but we have a big German ancestry, and so my brother I think is making it more about like German history tour for his family, and um, it's going to be rich with education. And we weren't we were going for more like. Let's have our vacation rich with fun. So yeah. we uh, mixed in with a little bit of history, but <laughs> yeah. mostly about uh, seeing the sites and, you know, we'll hit a few museums, but I think it's going to be mostly exploring. Yeah. And so we're going to start out in Rome. Yeah. So let's wait. Like that was also actually, this has been changing and evolving over time because we originally were going to start in Prague, Prague, right? And there's no like connection there that's like okay it's just a cool city to visit and it wasn't berlin because we did not jim did not want to go to berlin and then i finally agreed when i started looking into it more 
just didn't. Which is probably a fantastic city. I was there we just didn't as have a teenager, any, but yeah. yeah. Just it wasn't going to, just didn't seem like, like I haven't been to Europe a lot. Like I'm not going to go a lot because I'm just, I just, you know, I don't. I love to the idea of traveling overseas, but like I don't like flying overseas. So like if I'm gonna go, like I gotta get the biggest bang for my buck and like do the things that I want to do. So yeah, and I selfishly lived in Germany for two years as right. a teenager, right. and so for me, it's kind of like I want to go do the highlights tour and go yeah. see a bunch of cool stuff. So I think and I don't know why you originally picked Prague. Like why did why were you originally like well we're gonna start in Prague? Because I remember going to Prague as a teenager with my parents. And I don't remember much about it, but it was just a cool city. And so I thought as a starting point, it was about the same distance to our second destination as Berlin was. Okay. But I thought it would be something unique and different. And then we're going to take a train from there. Actually, initially when we were going to do it, I believe we we're going to start out in Prague and then go to Berlin for a couple of days. That's what the initial plan yeah. was. Yeah, we just weren't going to do all five days I didn't days want to there. spend five days in Berlin. That's yeah. why we initially yeah. said, hey, let's go to Prague, and then we could take a train to Berlin, and then we'll rent a car from there. And that sounded more interesting and fun to me than spending five days in Berlin. Right. And then, like, I don't even know. Like, and then, you know. And then. What, you know. One thing that we love to do together is go to concerts. And this, like, little backstory here, we love – I love, 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 love the Lumineers and Dave Matthews. So we always Wesley try. Schultz and Dave in particular. And so, and and I've learned that like once you get really like sit in the pit and you're up close to the musician, like you can't not do that every time. It's just this amazing experience. So we've been doing a lot of concerts, and obviously since COVID ended last year, we did some good ones. We took all the kids to see the Lumineers this summer, and we were in the pit, and it was an amazing show. And, like, Nathan also loves the Lumineers. So we were joking about how the Lumineers were going to be in Europe the same time we're planning a trip to Europe. So we were kind of joking about how, oh, we should we should go see them. And yeah, we then, said, where, where are they going to be that would yeah, fit in with our schedule? Yeah, the dates were going to be there. Where are they going to be? And you're like, oh, they're going to be in Rome. That's not going to work. And Nathan was like, Nathan, who's like you, who doesn't generally express a lot of adamant opinions about things he's really a go with the flow kind of guy was just like we should do that we should do that we should do that and so then I just want everybody to be happy all the time so I'm like oh my gosh if we could make that if we could do that that'd be really cool because last time we went to Europe with them I'm not going to go into go into the history there but wasn't the best the, everybody was not on board with that trip and it was not the best family fun trip in the world. We made the best of it. So this time I'm like, that can't happen again. So I really wanted, I really wanted to try to make this happen. So I was joking with you, but I also was like, that's not going to happen. But I was joking with you when we learned that they are going to be in Rome. And then all of a sudden you're like, actually, maybe we should consider this. Yeah. It's an hour flight from Rome to Munich. Yeah. So I said, Hey, you know, we could take an overnight train, but I think with seven of us, that would be a little much, but we said we can fly out in the morning, be at Munich and be at the next destination. And Christopher within a couple was hours. like, why are this he does not he's not on board with this. He does not like change. I or... just he don't well, yeah, he's like me. He doesn't like he doesn't like travel. He doesn't like I mean, a lot of I think that it's just like concerts are probably not super fun for him, which they never were for me until I like unless 
like I really like the band, then I'm like, I can handle these crowds and this overstimulation. So anyways, I don't know if that's his situation, but I don't think he's super on board with it, but he's not, he's at the point now where he's not fighting it. So, so long story <laughs> short, we did a family poll, Yes. which I don't really I forgot about that. know that that mattered what the outcome was, but we got a sense of what everybody wanted to do first in Rome pretty much was everybody said, let's go to Rome. Yes. So I was like, okay. All the kids. They said, if we do that, we need to add an extra day onto our trip, um, which I was happy with because I think they were concerned about being away for two weeks and their friends and everything else and, you know, mm -hmm. what they might miss out on here for some weird reason with mm -hmm. nothing going on here. So we, uh, yeah, so we ended up planning that. We looked at the concert tickets for the Lumineers, and they're way cheaper to go see them over there at a much smaller venue, we think. I mean, it was all in Italian, and I used Google Translate on the site to book the tickets. So I'm hoping I got it right, but I think you, I did. I didn't. You didn't give me that level of oh. detail. You had to use Google Translate to book the tickets? Yeah, it was uh, Ticketmaster. I had to book it through two different sites, too, because we got seven tickets, and six was the max you could get. So we had to book through two different places to get the tickets. Wow. Don't worry about it. I hope we end up seeing the show, because if I'm like... Uh, well, okay. So that's the other tickets. thing about I have the tickets. The other thing about what that excited me about Rome versus Prague was that I'm like, okay, like Rome is actually a place that I have an emotion about. Like just the history of that that's there. And just like, you know, I'm was raised Catholic and for at one point in my life I was really into the Catholic, the history of the Catholic Church. Like, so I there's some things there that I want to see and that I, I know about and I have knowledge about that I'm like, oh, this will be cool. There was a point where I really wanted to go there and see some of these things, really wanted to go to the Vatican. So I think that Prague was just like, eh, okay, I'll enjoy the views, but there wasn't really anything that I would have cared about there. Yeah, there's no history in Prague at all. But I agree. There, in Rome, there's going to be so much to see, and I think it's stuff that everybody can relate to. They've seen in pictures and mm -hmm. videos and movies, and yeah. so I think there's a you know it's going to be much more interesting to start out there. Plus, we could get a direct flight, direct you know to Prague from Detroit, so the whole travel situation became you easier. You mean to Rome from Detroit? Where did I say Prague? Yeah. Yeah. No, I meant uh, <laughs> I meant Rome. We couldn't do that for Prague or any place else we were looking to go. So this actually worked out well. Direct flight to Rome, mm -hmm. and then we have four nights in Rome right now, Yeah, which is kind of a lot. But, you know, I think there's there's a ton to see. It's not like there's going to be any shortage of things to see or ways to spend our days and nights there. Mm -hmm. But I did consider, like, well, should we try to squeeze in another destination in Italy while we're there? But I think the reality is, again, traveling with seven people, Mm -hmm. You know, basically us and five teenagers, because mm -hmm. uh, Nick's girlfriend will be joining us on this vacation. Mm -hmm. So it's going to be an adventure for sure. And I think keeping it simple and, and focusing on seeing the sites where we're at and having more fun rather than trying to squeeze in a bunch of stuff. I feel like as a kid, when we traveled to places, it was like, let's see everything we can see. We did all the bus tours, and I, at that age, slept through most of them and you know, regret well, that now. I like but. the bus tours, and the kids don't really pay attention. But I, we, we always do that when you when we travel together, because we do a vacation every year together, and we usually, as a family, and we usually do those little hop on, hop off tours, which are a total rip off. But like honestly, they're so convenient, and you get 
you get everything. <laughs> it's such a good experience because you get all this all this history and you just get to ride around and it's like I mean, walking's exhausting. Like, <laughs> no, it's true, and you could, and you never know what you're missing. Like, you yeah. have a guided tour. You're like, oh, okay, I got all, all, got it. Thanks. And you know where you might want to come back to too, which is nice. Yes, yes. What well, what has been your favorite hop on hop off? Do you know? Oh my god. Um, I don't know. Are we allowed to talk about them? I mean, we don't not? have like they're not sponsored, right? I mean, <laughs> well, they might be after this podcast. I don't know. I guess it depends what we say about them, but. Um, no, I'm trying to remember. We did one in New York. That one was. We did one in. We got stuck in a traffic jam for like two hours. That was stressful. Yeah. Which there was, was like no movement for like ever. Which was a little frustrating. But at the same time, I mean, it was, there was no other good way to get to where we were going. Yeah. You know, and um, that was what was so great about, I think, when we were in, was it Norway? That we were, we did the hop on. Stockholm, I think it was, or was it? No, it was Oslo. Oslo. Oh, it was Oslo. You're right. Because first of all, we got to see all these things that we didn't even know we wanted to see, and then like we we got to a point where we just used it for transportation. It was amazing. That's (laughs) honestly, that's I think that was. I'm trying to remember which other other ones we have done, but between those two, I I was thinking, and for some reason I was thinking with Stockholm. You're right, it was Oslo, and I think that that was. That definitely took us to an area that we wouldn't have gone to. and Yeah, we went to that really little cool outdoor experience. museum thingy, which was, like, pretty cool. It was kind of like going to a Greenfield Village type situation, yeah. you know. But it, way cooler because they had, like, really old stuff because it's, you know, Europe. Yeah. No, that was, that was probably, I think that was my favorite one. What other ones have we gone on? That's what I'm trying to remember. Okay, so we did do one in Stockholm, but it was a boat hop on, hop off. And they took us to the yes. other islands, so it's, that was cool. We went to that weird amusement park island with a weird zoo. That it was, was like creepy, but very so cool. So different, <laughs> so different. It was very cool. And then, um, I mean, we did New York. We did when we went to Charleston. We did the um, carriage. Carriage, and I feel like it was the same. I mean, obviously it's not hop on, hop off, but I feel like it was the same idea. Like people were getting in and out. Were they not? Am I wrong about no, that? No, they weren't. It was a tour, but we got to see. Which was really cool, though, because we I think, feel like we did it like our third day there. We did Charleston and um, Myrtle Beach on that trip. Oh, yeah. So we weren't in Charleston for that long, but I wish we would have done that on day one. Yeah. Because there were some cool, so there were some cool places that we went to. Yeah, it, was, it was incredibly hot. But, yeah, no, I think almost everywhere we've gone, we've done some kind of tour. I feel get, like we've done so much more than that. What am I missing? I know. Well, I couldn't probably name half the vacations we've gone on, which is kind of sad. But yeah, we the only year we missed was COVID, which I don't remember what year that was. What year was that? That was a joke. Yeah, <laughs> it was as funny was that when I said it the first time. The uh, uh-huh. what was going on that year? Anyway, so back to our vacation next summer. Mm-hmm. So we are going to spend four days in Rome. Concert mm-hmm. is on day two, mm-hmm. so hopefully all of that goes well. We're going to fly out the, I don't remember, it's the fifth morning there, I guess it will be, and fly into Munich. So we're taking it, so I'm learning this as you speak. So we're flying out to Rome, or that's what we've decided? Yeah, which means we need to get those plane tickets as well. So I thought you talked about renting a car or... Nope. Not, not from if we that would take i think the train is overnight i want to say it's nine hours plus 
and if we rented a car, I think it would probably take us 12, 13 hours. And I think it just makes more sense to fly. Plus, it was going to cost us more to rent a car there and drive it and drop it off in Germany than renting a car I, this in is, See, I'm just getting anxiety listening to you speak about this right now because this is the problem. I hate man. I hate. I hate mass transit. I hate. And then to do it in a foreign country. Europe does it well. We I don't know. do it well over here. We did it. I, in Sweden, we had to do in Sweden Norway trip. We did all we did was planes, trains, and automobiles. Like, and it was nice because it was like, I got to a point where I was like, doing good. Like I just did it without any anxiety, but. Now I'm already getting worked up again, thinking about how we have to do this. <laughs> it's it's like an hour flight, maybe an hour ten. It's going to be a short, short flight into Munich, and then we're going to pick up the car from there. Do you think that the Italians are going to be as nice as the Swedes were? Because I really enjoyed the, their flying with the Swedes. They were fantastic. I think it's going to be a little bit more go, go, go. I think that's a little bit of a different lifestyle, but it's going to be just fine. There's not going to, it's not going to be a big deal. There's multiple flights out every day from Rome to Munich. Mm -hmm. So we're not locked in like when we flew home from Norway through Iceland Air to Iceland and missed our connecting flight. And, I mean, there's worse places to get stuck overnight, but that was uh -huh. a different experience and something we weren't ready for. This will be much easier. And then we'll get to Germany, rent the car, go see a couple things around Munich, Maybe go to Dachau, which is a concentration camp just outside of Munich, a little bit of a smaller one. Um, get some history there, and I think it's important for the kids to see too. Just it's just something you can't. Mm -hmm. I don't care how many museums or you know other things you can or you know things you can read about or see online or in books, but mm -hmm. to actually have that experience, I think is you know it's just different. Okay. Can't put words to. And then from there, we're going to head east for one night close to the uh, Czech border and stay at a little resort that's got, uh, in the winter, they have a ski hill there, small, I think. And uh, they've got a couple pools. and That's where you said you want to go hiking, which we're going to have a conversation uh, about, right? I think, I mean, maybe we can talk about it. Why wouldn't we? I mean, it's not like it's a crazy hike. Like, Cause this is what's so annoying about traveling with you. And this is what's so annoying about traveling. This is what's annoying about being in a step family and traveling together, okay? Especially when the genetic makeup and personalities are so contrasting. You and your boys are like adventurers. Like, like let's, we're, like, you can't have explore enough with you people. Like, it's just like, I don't know. And then, like, Katie's somewhere in the middle, actually. I think she would go explore with you guys. But, like, Christopher and I are like, why, 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 why can't we just stay where we're at? Like, why can't we just sit here? Like, it's taking enough of my nervous system just to be here. And now you want me to go further? Like, so, like, you guys want to hike and you want to, like, do all this shit. And it's, like, stressful. And then it's, like, not even – I get so nervous that – I'm like, well, it's not like I'm okay, even okay with separating from you. So if you go, I have to go. Or if you don't go, that means you're mad at me because you're stuck with, like, it's this whole thing. So Sounds like you have some work to do. <laughs> 
So when we talk about hiking, we're talking about like going out in the woods in nature for like an hour. We're not talking about a half a day hiking trip. We're talking about a short out and back just to But this is what's going to happen. It's going to turn into that's not it's not going to end there cuz then again, the <laughs> you guys, I wasn't going to say your last name. It doesn't matter. I don't care. So you guys are going to be like well, but there's this other trail here that we can go. Let's go do this trail. And then it's going to be like, no, you. this isn't, this is, you keep, you're going to keep pushing my limits. And I'm going to be like, no, we agreed to, we agreed to stick to this. And then I'm going to be like a buzzkill and everybody's going to be mad at me because I'm going to be like, no, I'm not, I don't want to go do that part. Like I was, do you see what I'm saying? I, I know exactly this, what you're saying. Do you remember saying. when we were, see, when we were in, um, oh gosh, uh, what's that place called? Um, in Norway when we were in the fjords, the Flam, and Katie had like, well, we didn't know what it was. We, now we know it was eczema, but we thought it was like the worst case of athlete's foot ever. Like it was so <laughs> it was terrible, disgusting and bad. And it's like, she couldn't even walk. And then we're like, then I'm stressing you. Cause I'm like, we just, she probably needs medical attention. And like, it was just, it was terrible. That was tough. And anyways, we were waiting overnight and there was, of course, you and one, and you and Nathan wanted to go on a hike, and I was like, there no. There was supposed to be a really cool waterfall. We're not going on a hike. I'm like, she can't walk, and like, and then I didn't feel comfortable. You guys going without us because I am so neurotic. So then it's like, you know, it's this whole thing. Yeah, and I, I, I always try <laughs> to balance you. In your anxiety and neuroticism mm -hmm. with reasonableness and what's, you know, where we should be. Are you always trying to balance oh. that? Because I feel like I'm always trying to balance no, that. I'm and always... I don't think that I can trust your judgment around balance. Well, that's the problem. <laughs> it's it's a struggle. It's a, it's a, the struggle is real. Absolutely. The struggle is real because I do. I always try to think. Okay, what can we do that, you know, maybe we get to have this little experience which might be really cool and, you know, versus the place we're going to stay the second or the you know the second place we're going to stay this little hotel this resort hotel with an indoor and an outdoor pool and you know in the middle of nature looks really cool you know versus just let's sit out by the pool and relax mm -hmm. for the day yeah and then the next morning get up and leave and head you know to meet your brothers and their families yeah which you know? my brothers are like I mean, they're more like you. They want to go, like go do all these things, and it's like, oh, why can't we just stay right here? Like, and I always say, you can. I. <laughs> so you'll be in good company, I think, with them, because they want to go, 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 see, see, see. Yeah, I think it's. I think exploring. I mean, nothing crazy. I don't want to go, you know, jump off a cliff or you know, climb mountains or anything like that. But mm -hmm. I think just. I just see, to have that experience I to just, me is like taking it all in. It's different than I'm just gonna, going to the city and being like, here we are. We're gonna check everything out and see all these sites. It's it's just something unique. I'm gonna put. I'm gonna. I am gonna try to push myself outside that the comfort zone there because I I've had this epiphany this year. You know, I'm like really into astrology. I'm learning that it's you actually are. like this. Like, I did not realize how scientific it was. Like I would just thought it was just this, this hokey stuff that people. But there's like, I mean, it's. It's like rude. There's so it's. I'm just like I can't believe they're not teaching this in schools. Like it's in, it's. There's just rich with wisdom and all sorts. Anyways, but I'm learning that like, oh, I, 
my re- I I don't have a I don't have a safe relationship with the outside world like and that that goes along with just wanting to stay home and stay put and not wanting to go and explore the world around me, and that also is um, the same relationship I might have with my own and and I mean physical world my physical um, body and so I'm not going to go down a rabbit hole here with this but like my point is is that I've been really working more on like tending to the my physical body and like my nervous system type of way and so now I'm thinking like well I can only learn to do that by also tending to the physical world around me like the two have to happen together it's a simultaneous process so that if I can go out in the world and trust the world and like work on that relationship and explore it that like that's like something I need to do like as I evolve as a human like I have to do it so that's what I'm gonna that's what I'm really trying to like think about when I as I'm as we travel with this trip which isn't happening for six months but yeah safety is very important to you I mean that is at your core like one of the most important tenants you have is to this need to feel safe and which is a good thing but even even the unknown is not safe to me I mean, right, but even if we go to Kensington, it's not safe to anyone. A, but if we go for a you know a nature trail walk at Kensington, you like to go the same path and do the same kind of loop, and usually mm-hmm. like an out and back instead yeah. of doing the whole loop because you want to kind of know I'm in this area where I can be back in ten minutes no matter what. Yeah, and I'm like I want to do the whole loop. I want to go to the second loop. I want to get out a little yeah. further. Yeah, but you know what else we've discovered about like. There, what area do I love to? There's an area that I love to explore, that I love to go deep and into uncharted territory, that you that ironically fear the fuck out of. I don't feel of. safe there, so I what don't is like it? to go what there. What is it? It's, uh, what's the word? Not emotional. Yeah, it, it's the world well, of emotions. It's, it's, it's the yeah, world of emotions yeah. and inner yeah. thoughts. And yeah. So, how, so as we're traveling on this trip, and I'm challenging myself, of to explore the uncertainties of the physical world around me and within me what are you what are you going to do to challenge yourself to explore the emotional like how how you is know, that going to play out on our european I vacation i think i figured out the problem huh is that for me to really tap into that and to go deep i need a good walk in nature to get as far away from everything else as possible to really tap in deeply to my emotional state and my feelings and everything else and you don't give me that opportunity i think that that's the what problem the, you're just, the the this is the thing though you have this all wrong you're that's my point your challenge is to figure out how, yes that's your comfort zone just like i have my comfort zone yeah. so the challenge is to lean into the discomfort Jen. i know so i like to keep myself busy and that's yes and and, and avoid and push off and yeah. so i don't have any, when i ask things. you this question like i don't have an answer for you i'm literally yeah. exploring this with you in real time like and maybe it, and it's not just done on our vacation i was just thinking about this idea of like we're talking about this vacation in six months these are the things that I worry about and fear and think about related to the vacation that I can do to sort of, you know, yeah. pursue my own personal growth. What? How would that play out for you? Like, I'm, I'm kind of stumped right now, too, putting words to that. Oh, I don't think so. I think, I mean, we've been together now since 2013, so going on, you know, close to 10 years, nine and a half years. And I think in that time, especially the last probably two to three years especially, 
I think I've spent more time in that state of not, you know, distracting myself with things to do and other things and, and sitting in that where I get a little bit restless sometimes. But in that is also sitting with that discomfort of being in your own head and your feelings and your uh, so I don't do it well. So I don't know I what still, you're saying. I have I'm lost, which is that okay. But I think I think but I have something I want to say right now. <laughs> I just realized what your challenge will be on the trip as it relates to your fear of emotional unknowns. There's going to be a lot of people on this trip together. We're traveling with seven of us. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of drama in our family, like good drama. Like, I mean, like, I just mean that, like, we're loud and it's just like there's always lots of chaos when we're yeah. all together. So maybe your job will be to, like, really sort of explore, man- like, not managing, um, explore the emotional side of the dynamics that will play out as we're all traveling together. Absolutely that you will maybe want to spend some more time in that space of, and not alone, but with like having conversations, tuning into other people, thinking about like, you know, hey, what's going on? Like, what's up? Like, instead of retreating into your own world, right. if you're uncomfortable with I would something. Say my, my comfort zone is taking care of myself and removing myself, detaching a little bit and being like, they're going to be fine. Everything's fine. I mean, I want to make sure everybody's fine, but at the same time, like, uh, whatever they're just in a bad mood and just like they'll get over it and move on instead of with seven people we can't you know like you said you can't manage that but trying to make sure that we all stay aligned and that mm-hmm. we don't get somebody who's you know or create this tension yeah that can happen because of that when if there's kind of chaos there's new places there's you know different languages and it's yeah. like everybody needs to feel safe in that place together yeah. so yeah yeah, and for me, like, I bet, I bet, like, part of that will be like, just because, uh, yeah, you know, like, we all feed off each other's moods, and that, you know, that plays out in every family and every sort of like when people get together. Yeah, but, can I interrupt you for yeah, a second? Go ahead. So, my, my point to what I was saying earlier was, you know, one thing that comes up about me is I'm aloof. I'm not really tuned into what people are experiencing, what's going mm-hmm. on. And so, what I was meant, what I was, trying to get to was, you know, that discomfort for me is like, if I'm not distracting myself with something to do that's taking me kind of away where I don't have to pay attention to that, I can't ignore that as much. If I'm just sitting there, you know, if I'm sitting there not doing a hundred different jobs around here and I'm just like, we're watching a movie, we're hanging out, we're talking, it, it forces me to be more engaged and it forces me to pay more attention to that. And when I see something to address it or just make sure I'm staying. Maybe not the word as an address, but maybe ask. Yeah. Like, cause that's the whole thing. It's always, it's about turning toward. It's not about like, it's not about like you and I, you need to have an answer before you ask the question. Right. I guess it's like, how I mean about is... you just turn toward and ask like, you okay? Yeah. You know, like what's up? Right. So I say address it. I mean, I mean, face it, explore it, engage in it. That's what yeah, I mean. I, I, feel, I still feel like I'm not going to over analyze the words you're using right now, but I still feel like there's harshness with that. Like, you got to face it. You got to address it. Like, it feels very like, and it's just, no, it's like, it's just this openness. Like, let's see what's here. Like, hey, like, ask, inquire, curiosity. Like, there's a different tone to that. I understand. <laughs> Anyways. Anyways. <laughs> so.
<laughs> such if you couldn't we pick up on, on that's not there. my comfort zone, then uh, yeah. Um, but then I have the same problem. Like if we're traveling, like if we are like any, I mean, I'm so rigid and like cranky and irritable, like until like I get a glass of wine in me or something. So I'm going to work on doing that with out wine, just relaxing. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know that we need to go that far, but I think the thing is too, this is the interesting thing with between the two of us. You are so attuned and you jump in and as soon as you sense discomfort or something else going on, you're like, I need to get, we need to get to the bottom of this. We need to like, um, you know, engage. We, you, you actually want, you want to care for it. You want to be like, Hey, I yeah. see this is going on. Yeah. And I'm the opposite of that. Yeah. It's like, whatever this will play itself out it's not a big deal and yeah. so i think it, it's that balance of yeah we do have to find a balance because i i want to i well and i'm i mean i've learned a lot over the years but like i've like i want to jump in and resolve every issue right away when it's happening or like i think what will happen though is that like i feel like i'm alone in that world and i and i just find myself getting irritated with you not catching on to things and then like and then i'll like my point is, is when i do jump in i end up like fucking it all up because I'll like yell at somebody or snap at somebody or like insult somebody or like so it ends up just making it (laughs) worse than what it was like I so so but not I mean I'm sometimes I'm good at it too I'll give myself credit for that but my point is is like yeah if I'm gonna tune in you're you're, I feel like you're trying to over compliment me here and I also want to be like yeah but sometimes I take that too far it's always with the same intention of wanting to get to the bottom of it I always tell you you do that and you're very reactive person so you tend to do that and and at the end of the day you you circle back and you kind of once you feel because when the energy is off for somebody else the energy is off for you you feel that oh yeah you feel that same experience that they're having and it's like okay they're having an experience, whatever that is, you know, ask about it. Let's go from there. But I'm not going to sit here and change. Every, but you're like, no, you're feeling it then. Yeah. So, I feel like a lot better about that, though, don't you think? Like, yeah. I've, I mean, I've had to. Like, yeah. post-2020, like, I've had to. But, like, it doesn't mean that it in, my insides start to, like, freak out on me. And I'm start. I'm, I'm getting better at not, like, just letting some things pass. And and because then things naturally do. Well, like if the kids are like right. off, then I used to, I get like all like oh no, like they're not getting along. Like uh, now I'm just like, and this is I mean I've been doing this for a few years now. Plus they're older, but like now it's like they'll be they'll figure it out and they'll work it back out and then they yeah. do. It is interesting because I do wonder how much of that has to do with age mm-hmm. versus where you're like, I know you guys are you know kind of self sufficient and you guys are old enough to articulate what's going on or if you're having an issue like and they're more open with each other because of you setting the stage well, for that too a little yeah. bit like if if Nathan or Christopher are annoyed with each other or something else mm-hmm. then they'll they kind of will say it not always but you know what yes. i mean like there there's conversation around it like they work it out like because they yes, 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 they yes. have that relationship yes. yeah i think it's both though i think that I'm just curious I, I think I also have. Can I can I stop you for a second? Yeah. You you kind of looked at me when I brought that up, and you were like, "Don't talk about that" or something. What was? No, I was just saying like maybe you could just say if the kids aren't getting along or something. Oh. I don't know. Like I don't know. Well, those two are the same age. They yeah. you know, they share a bedroom. They're the closest. So that was just. Yeah. Yeah. Natural. And I just was just thinking about how like. Yeah, they are. I mean, out of all the kids, they're the bestest of friends. I mean, they 
So yes, of course you're going to use them as an example. Um, anyways, I was just saying that I think it is a little bit of both because I think that like I also, I mean, I have stay. I've there's a lot there, but like you know, with like most families during the pandemic, a, a lot of things came to a boiling point, and so you do get to a point where you're like, I just have to say nothing. And, yeah. and sometimes that's helpful and sometimes it's not. And I think, but my point is, is that I finally got to experience the benefit that can happen when you say less. Yeah. Well, and you brought that up. And the, the interesting thing is not just, I mean, in general, yes, families have experienced that. But within one household, especially being a step household, mm -hmm. a blended family mm -hmm. with maybe different views mm -hmm. outside of the household there's there's the influence is totally different than if you, at least inside your house yeah. you're aligned um that, yeah we that had a real we had a real a real shit show because i mean that's the thing like during the pandemic it's like well you can a, a nuclear family i mean there obviously there's so many like there's like probably what almost half the population of step families now but oftentimes with like a nuclear family it's like okay well we're all on the same page here but and so we're all in the same house and we're living together. And yeah, we might go out and there might be other people, but like at least within the household, we're on the same page. Well, we didn't have that experience, which can get yeah. really tricky. When, yeah, when you especially come home and when that's you're your starting to think, like, yeah, and you don't feel you don't feel safe for whatever reason, whether it's politics or physical health. So, you know what I mean? Like if people are feeling like I don't feel like um, I don't feel like this is a pleasant place to be right now because yeah. we don't agree on a lot of things. So, yeah. So in a way, you know, irony, it was such a great thing to happen because that's where all, that's where growth happens. It's where growth happens. And I think it also just, it opens the door completely. Maybe, you know, the, the window's cracked a little bit. You're getting a little bit of this this feeling, this vibe, this there's something going uh -huh. on, but you 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 can't get rid of it, but you try to address it, but it's not big enough to really understand it. Yeah. And then when it's opened all the way, it's like, oh shit, that's yeah. That's going on and this is the reason and this is how this is playing out. Yeah. And this is like and then it's like you have to accept I can't, you know, I can't change. Yes external things yes so what can we do to make sure that yes. we stay aligned yes as a family unit yeah and also yeah you have to, at you that know. point you finally see what you have i think this is what happened with and during the this all of this with everyone is that it shined a big ass light on all the problems that already exist everywhere so whether it's within a family within um, a social like structure within a, a company like whatever it just is shy there it just put a glaring light on everything and so like you said before there might have been a crack in the window where you're like there's there's something off here but like I'm not really sure what it is we got to see everything that was off and it's what's beautiful about that is like you can grieve for a minute and be like fuck like I don't this isn't what I want it to be. There's, I have no way of making it what I want it to be. And there's some real sadness there and adjustment. But then you're like, oh, but now I know what I have. And I can work with what I have. And that's like, that's a really huge turning point. Does that make sense? Yeah, it's much easier than dealing with the unknown and yeah. trying to guess. And, you know, especially when you're dealing with kids and just other people in general. Yeah. It's, you know, 
people don't always want to just be transparent about what's going on or maybe they don't even fully understand what's going on or the reason right. why they do certain things and so right. it's like that's the thing is you're trying you're trying to send a consistent message and be consistent and say and be open and then yeah you you feel like it's like these little projectiles flying at you and you're you're kind of i don't know batting them off one by one yeah and, and it's like okay this is this is taking a toll on yeah us too so it feels like but what's beautiful right now is that you can't get to where you are without having gotten gone through what you have. So I feel like I'm currently in a position in my life, whether it's in my role and everywhere, whether it's professionally or personally or, or whatever, of like really finally – and I, I think this is an age thing. I think this is actually what people go through in their 40s. Well, not everyone, but, you know, if you're, if you're transitioning along your life course, like it's pretty generally going to happen around midlife where you start to think – oh, okay, I can be myself, and that person can be themselves, and um, maybe I'm not going to get so worked up about how they affect me, and maybe I'm not going to get so worked up about trying to change myself so that they stop acting that way toward me, and you just let it be, and you continue on your way and let yourself truly continue to be you. And so that's a real liberating thing. Again, we just went off on another tangent. I apologize. <laughs> there's no there's no plan for this. Okay. I mean, at some point, maybe there will be, but I think it wouldn't be genuine if it wasn't just conversation. That's the yeah. whole point of it, yeah. right? But and it's also it also does relate because the last time last time we went to Europe, um, I wasn't in this place, and so this time when we go to Europe, I'm in this. I mean. This is, I mean, no place is a de- there's no destination. There's it's a journey, right? I mean, like, there's so there's still. I'm just maybe looking at things through a different lens, and so I'll just be curious. There, I just feel a little more relaxed and a little more excited about about this. It I think it's more thing liberating. Too, and with the kids being a little bit older and stuff, it's like if there's any baggage or something that mm-hmm. somebody's holding on to or mm-hmm. whatever, we're not going to let that derail. The experience that in the the you know that we have or everybody else has, and I think it's we can be a little bit more in the moment of heading that off, yeah, and and saying like, yeah. hey, wait a second, let's let's talk through well, this, yeah. like what's going on, because or we don't need to. I mean, I, I, I or just, not. I that's my point. Like, is that, and I don't even trying to make more conversation out of this than needs to be, but I guess it, that's what's so u- unique about being in a step family and traveling with a step family is, you know, in a nuclear family, you're already like sensitive to people's moods and like what's going on and that that the dynamics that play out on a regular family traveling a nuclear family traveling together on a vacation or or just a family that's maybe been together their whole lives and it's just them and they're together 100% of the time like we have that exacerbated like we'll it's it's just it's so complicated and so complex and so amplified and intensified so that's my point is that often when we travel together, it's like we have a great time. We do so many fun things, but there's always this just layers of stuff going on, which I think is my point is that I've, we're, we've learned so much through all of this and that I'll just be curious. Hopefully going this trip is going to be much different, less pressure around caring about how everybody's doing or how everybody's feeling all the time yeah and i think you know we talk about the last time we went to sweden norway and iceland 
you know, trying to, I guess, travel through so many places in a short period of time. This is this is only the, the second time we're doing this where it's like there's there's so many different destinations in one Yeah, trip that's why I think I'm like comparing. That's why I'm comparing the two, I think, because usually we just travel somewhere in the U.S. and Yeah, you go you to know. Myrtle Beach, you go someplace yeah. like that. You know, we went to California and it's more relaxing and you're like, okay, we're going to go see a couple places, yeah. but we're really just kind of like, yeah. this is vacation, vacation. And I have less anxiety because like... I mean, just being uh, being abroad just make like there's so many things that I'm like, oh, what if you know, you know, I don't know. It's, there's no logic behind it. I'm an anxious person, very anxious. I think person. that's normal. I think that's probably why a lot of people don't travel abroad either. I know. Yeah, and I'm. I mean, I think it's fair to say that I'm wired in a way that is high, ang- like clinically anxious. Like it's definitely <laughs> fair to say. And you're not like you're the opposite. No, we'll figure it out. But do you remember? It's not a good thing either. All I still the time. think about this sometimes, and I get so pissed at you. Like honestly, um, when we went to Denver, and okay, so first of all, we went to Denver in 2017, and I had not flown in over 20 years, and um, I agreed to fly to Denver, and I did, and I made it, and we were in the airport. You bring this up. And my daughter is, I don't know, approximately, how old was she in 2017? Eight. eight. Yeah. So almost maybe eight or nine. I feel like she seems so much younger. I know. Anyways. Um, yeah, no, she was eight, probably seven or eight. Okay. Yeah. Um, and we get in the tram in the airport and the door, she, like we were running to it and we're like, oh, I look at And like, I'm all like my biggest nightmare is to be separated from my child. And the door closed and you go, wait, where's Katie? <laughs> I, literally, I still strikes terror through my body every time I think about that. And I was, and then you got your boys laughing, and I'm like, you are such a fucking asshole. Like, and you still bring it up sometimes. You guys remember? And I they laugh, and it's not, not funny. I, it's not no, funny. I recognize it's not that it was an awful thing to do to somebody who's no. Already... Like I cannot. Like I'm, right. honestly, I can't wait for the next blizzard because I'm gonna be like, Jim, Nathan just called and he's dead. It's not going to make any sense because he can't hilarious. call if he's dead. Yeah. No, but how would you feel if I was like, your your child was killed? I get it. I, that like, was what the fuck? Who does? That's not a funny joke. That was a it's bit. It's not. That was, I'm already on edge, <laughs> terrified in the airport, running. It. We have all these little fucking kids to manage. Yeah, and that. you say that and you think it's funny. And then Nick and Nathan are laughing the whole – and I was like – pissed at you and like I let everybody know that I was pissed at you I'm like I cannot believe you're such an asshole I cannot believe that you did that that's fair and you still bring it up and they still bring it up and it's not funny like I you know what karma because when they have children I can't wait to travel with them and tell them that their child just got abducted (laughs) (laughs) when you say it that way it sounds so much worse I understand that you know for me it's like that split second, it's like that roller coaster. You go over that hill and you get that like feeling in your stomach for that split second. And then it's like, oh, it's over. And then you laugh and it was like it was a great time. No. I understand. How much do I like roller coasters, Jim? Let's talk about that. I'm saying. This is my attuned husband, everyone. <laughs> you know, back in 2000, that was a big wake-up wake call for me for how you're wired and how you. It was like, not a. Oh my, it was. I hope it was a wake-up call for how you're wired, you sociopath. <laughs> what are you talking about? Anybody would be saying. terrified if somebody right. said that. By the way, your daughter's gone. I understand. And that. you can't get to her because the door is closed. What I'm saying and is... And we just took off. And she was right next to you, and it was that... Sp- 
No, I'm not. I'm not justifying what I did. What I'm saying is, <laughs> in my brain, it was that split second. You're you're scared for like less than a second. And you don't and you're joke like, about that. And she's right. There. You don't joke. About I understand that. that. Just like you don't joke about me calling you and telling. I'm so sorry. I just received a call from your dad, and your mom just dropped dead. Just kidding. That's so funny. Like, no, it's not. It's not funny. That strikes terror through somebody. You don't joke about it. Seriously, I honestly don't understand how you think that's funny. I, I understand. <laughs> I understand. I, I mean, do. I know that I'm. Like, I know that I'm taking this to like the yeah. next level and being obnoxious, but also like, it still strikes terror in me. I I get that. I do. I really do. And I honestly, like I said, I yeah, maybe maybe I'm a sociopath. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, seriously. To me, for that split second, it's like, oh shit, and then, like, but but that's the difference between you and me and how far apart we are in that space. Because mm -hmm. for you, every I mean, I literally travel through life like right, just thinking about how my children will be taken from me. That's what I'm saying. Every, did you watch? Did you watch? Like her taken going to from school? me by like, yeah. uh, you know, abducted or killed or like. Yeah. Did like, you Did you watch her walk I, into the school in the morning? Yeah, oh, by like, the way, her GPS <laughs> on her phone looks like it. She's in the field out behind the school. Okay, let's not okay, she's totally not. <laughs> reveal my psychoticism right now. Okay. I just need some I mean, context at least I own it. You made me sound like I'm just this <laughs> terrible, awful like. That's my person. point, though. But, I'm also like that. That's my point. Yeah. Like I'm also that crazy, worried about that stuff, and I know that it's crazy, but I still do it. But that's what I'm saying. That and then was you joked about it. That was truly a wake up call for me for how serious <laughs> that was for you, and how like a how real of a thing that was. Where it's not something that it goes away in a second, and you're like, oh, that didn't happen. It's something that you still no, I, I, viscerally I, I, like experience I can't, that, and then thing. I can't get the thought of out of my head. Like, yeah. it's just weird. Like, it's just yeah. I learned that about you in that moment. Like, that was I, I mean, mean more I than had, any other time. I, I still have like I'll still think about you know near misses where like you'll think about like oh what if I like draft them or like you know and again it's just this it's it's part of my own fucked up issues with my anxiety and like the way my brain works and like. And I'm working on it, but it all, like also like it, it's, it's just it's like you're my partner, dude. Part of my you're supposed to be my partner. Insensitivity around those things, <laughs> yeah. not recognizing that somebody might experience yes. experience that differently yeah. than I would experience. And that. I understand how you probably view it as like, oh, you're just being drama and you're trying to like now you're just trying like. But honestly, no, like you know. But this is <laughs> this is the difference between you and me too. Is let's just say in some I don't even want to say this because you're going to feel it all over again. But like oh, stop. in some weird, in some <laughs> weird thing where one of the kids didn't get on that train, that, that train, that not the train, but the, uh, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. what's it called? Anyway. Yeah. Those what are, they, are they trams in train, the airport? Basically. Yeah. Like I'd be like, Oh my God. Oh shit. Like we got to like get on the phone. We got to get somebody. We got to figure this out. Not somebody took my kid and is running out the door and like They're my long kid's gone, gone forever. Effect. Those trams travel very high right. speeds. Like we would have been like five miles away from her. Like to I'm me, she's a goner. Like I can't stomach that. And that's not, that's not, I'm not giving, I'm not saying I'm right here. What I'm saying is no, my, I totally my agree. first thing isn't that the, the kid is being dragged away and that's yes. the experience. My first thing is. Oh shit! The kids there. He's gonna be scared. They're gonna be scared, and we gotta figure right. out like I know. how we're gonna get them back. Yeah, it's so interesting that, and that's where I've learned a lot about how there's actually different ways to be because you are so collected in those scenarios. Like I'll when just even in my other silly things that I'll be like, 
oh, I don't even I can't think of an example but like I'll just say something and I just you know it's sort of it's definitely an OCD thing because I know it's like so far-fetched but I'll say it out loud because I'm like if I say it out loud and then Jim just reassures me then you know well it's just whatever it's this cycle I go through and we laugh about it but like I'll just be like well their their phone is dead so if their phone is dead like um, I'm never gonna hear from them again like I'll just take it to this like crazy level and you're like no, if their phone's dead, they'll stop here and they'll make a phone call. Or you'll, I don't know. I don't, I mean, this is a terrible example. But there was an example recently where the same thing kind of happened and you were like, no, this is what would actually happen. And I'm like, oh, yeah. But with, I mean, with other people, I'm completely capable of being rational and logical about that stuff. But when it comes to me, I can't, like, that's where I'm just like, I understand like logically that could happen the, the most likely scenario but there's still an option for this terrifying scenario Survivor. and i i live in that world and i'm gonna i need to like stay in that i need to stay in the space of this is the most terrifying situation and so that i can analyze that and think about how i'm going to respond and react considering the most terrifying you are always situation. prepared for the worst situation yeah. possible always always because that way i think you'll never be surprised if something ever were to happen you in that moment not that you won't freak out but you're like more prepared for that outcome but you live your yeah. life like that with yeah. your you know especially with your own kids like yeah it's hard it's, yeah it's hard but you know what it's in my astrology chart and i i find that reassuring in a way because it's like oh i i chose this life i chose this experience or this life chose you it, yeah whatever but it's like oh don't don't complain about the fact that you're think that the world's ending all the time. <laughs> Learn to live within that reality. <laughs> and there's and there's benefits to that. I mean, every I mean, you know, there's benefits to the way that you live and there's like literally we're just here. Well, we always say we need you know, every type of person that's out there yeah, for the most part. Absolutely. I mean, we need that to function as a society. Yeah. We need people that are more risk averse and we need risk takers yeah. and we need you know, the whole spectrum because that's how progress is made and that's how we all get along yeah. and get things done in society. Well, and I, yeah, and I think for each of us, our our greatest strengths are also our greatest vulnerabilities. I mean, I tr that's not my original quote. I forgot who said that, Carl Rogers or somebody. But, like, that is so true. Like, if I, somebody's, if I'm having a problem, I'm really struggling with something, I got to look at the other underside of that because it's rooted in something bigger. <laughs> Um, yeah, how long have we been talking? I have no clue. All right, this has gone on too long. <laughs> I just saw you look at the computer. Uh-oh. I just was curious if it was even still recording. Yeah, good point. Oh, is it? it still is. Okay, what what minutes are we at? I'm going to move my chair. It's going to squeak. Um, almost an hour. All right, well, then let's wrap this up. Okay, we got far in our vacation. <laughs> that was part of our initial plan, so we'll... Uh, Maybe we'll pick that up. Maybe we won't. Maybe we'll just, you no, know. No, we are. We are. I'm just saying Why in not? general. Who knows when we're going to do it or what we're going to get sidetracked with. And that's okay. That's the point. That is the point. That's the point. All right. Well, I love you. I love you. Bye.